Hey, it's me. It's Coach Bolton here. And I just want to let you guys know that you're listening to the most important podcast of all time. That's right. My two favorites, the Catherine and Catherine podcast. So Shakira might be able to tell us. Really? Yeah, that's true. She's yeah, Shakira is a certified genius. <laughs> is there a certification? <laughs> I know that sounds like a lie, but like her IQ is like genius level IQ. The woman who wrote "Lucky That My Breasts Are Small and Humble," so you don't confuse them with Born mountains. mountains. <laughs> certified genius. <laughs> Eliza, hi. My name is Helena, and my breasts are small and humble. <laughs> No, they are not. <laughs> they're they're Your large and very massive. <laughs> As I once said to my mom, no, Helena's got massive tits. <laughs> Catherine knows what's up. Now she knows. She knows what up. So now she knows. Knows. What's She's your mistaken. name and breast size, Eliza? <laughs> my name is Eliza Bowward, and my <laughs> boobs are large for my frame, I would say. Mm, have you ever confused them for mountains? All the time, man. Regularly. It's such a. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, fuck! Oh, shit, a mountain on my. <laughs> Being <laughs> crushed by a mountain! <laughs> crushed. Oh no, it's just my boobs. Uh, this is Catherine and Catherine, where we both got Everest tits. <laughs> Welcome to the gay episode! <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to the gay episode! episode. <laughs> this is Welcome the gay, to the gay episode. episode! We're on our way! Oh no, wait! We are all gay! There you yeah. go! That there. <laughs> Catherine Heigl! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating uh, a lot right now. Me too. I think I'm, I'm going to do that thing where I take my neck for out. this. I take my sleeves out and then I just have like um I wear my sweater as a scarf so that Eliza oh, doesn't get distracted yeah. by my um, mountainous tits. Your ever your Everestine tits. Everest Everestine. That's a beautiful What word. mountains would you want your boobs to be? Ooh, um I've been really into rock climbing recently, so um Who are you? Um You're not the woman I fell in love with many years ago. No, but I could kill her and that's what matters. Oh, um, dang. You're better than her. I like that yeah. energy. Um, the, the, like, the big one that everybody climbs is called El Capitan. And it's like the oh, I've heard of El Capitan. one that everybody climbs in Yosemite. And so that's what my boobs are because everybody climbs. Are you going to die them. going up a mountain? Maybe. Fuck. <laughs> that's all I have to say to that. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Fuck. Don't want that to happen. <laughs> it's a new one for my nightmares. 
if you if I die on a mountain, you'll hear about it first here on Catherine and Catherine. <laughs> It would just be me starting the episode going, wow, <laughs> Helena died. <laughs> my name is Eliza, and this is... And this is Catherine. an obituary for my good friend, Helena <laughs> We're going to start in- including an obituary segment at the end of our podcast. Just in case. Just you know in how case. Like, uh, you know how like TV companies, like big TV stations prep certain people oh, yeah. for a little bit? <laughs> I'll do one for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll prep your own in advance. It's like when in those apocalypse movies where they like they're like Oh, it's like the it's like the part in Harry Potter where they give the dead the name yeah. of the dead. Yeah. That, yeah. that's what it's yeah. like. But it's just yeah. one name and but it's, it's my just name. Shachura. <laughs> fell off a mountain because Eliza didn't want her to. Yeah. <laughs> did she fall off a mountain? Or did she or fall she off pushed? some boobs? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Again, I've been doing too much true crime. <laughs> that's true too much true crime speaking of true crime this movie is truly oh. a crime <laughs> all i know about i know two things about this movie yes number one katherine heigl is in it obviously Correct. it's rom-com queen month which we forgot to say last week but it's yes. rom-com queen month and katherine heigl is our designated rom-com queen of the month it's number true. two is about lesbians yes. and that's it that's all i know it's not only is it about lesbians it's about white people <laughs> But is it a happy is it a happy ending for the lesbians? Yes. Oh, that's good. It's just not a happy experience for anybody watching it. This is maybe the okay. most boring movie I think we've ever done. Oh, interesting. Rogue. Mm. It's very it's akin it's akin and akimbo to the um dance reunion in the sense mm-hmm. that when nothing happens that we find there's an issue at the beginning and at the end right. the issue is resolved but nothing happens in between then there is no subplot yeah so at the beginning unlike the, issue the is... princess switch 3 when you have the subplot of kevin going to brussels yeah. a much no, needed right. subplot there is one subplot in here that catches me off guard and is, is it as good confusing. as the subplot in twilight where bella makes a sandwich not remotely but it is performed by Meryl Streep's daughter oh oh dang I forget yeah. her name but I couldn't hurt Kiri with Smash yeah she kind of looks yeah. like Meryl Streep and Jenny Slate put together which is very comforting that is quite comforting which is like be a, a nice hug women. to be in between don't you think yeah I'd be in that sandwich well let's um let's start Do we talking have to? about the movie Eliza <laughs> Do we have to? I can keep sidetracking us. I could talk some more about Shakira. I saw her uh, live in concert. It was great. You saw her live? You didn't know this? No! Oh my god, me and Sol went to Shakira when we were like 12, 13. It was great. We went with his dad. He was uncomfortable, but we had a beautiful time. Incredible. That's she came in through the audience wearing a pink cape. It was oh. a vibe. I've discovered yeah. where your... Um, aesthetic comes from you're just trying to be Shakira in concert just trying to be Shakira live in concert (laughs) every time I teach that's my only energy you know Shakira she did teach us she taught us how to belly dance she got two people up on stage and then she taught us how to belly dance she was like left right left right around 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 and me and Sol were like yeah we got this belly dancing (laughs) in front of your dad we're 12 (laughs) we're doing this so well 
<laughs> there was one really extra backing dancer. Ooh, that's always fun. Was that the one that yeah. she was like having a sordid affair with? I feel like there's always one of those. <gasps> no, I didn't know that. I feel like there's always one of those. This was a this was a a girl backing dancer. Ah, uh, got it. Mm. Maybe sordid affair. Yeah. Lesbians in theme. True. <laughs> Welcome to Lana's TikTok corner. Have you seen those TikToks of people showing photos of what they thought um, was going to attract the Jonas Brothers' attention when they were 12? No, that's incredible. <laughs> it's like it's like videos of them being like, I really thought that this was going to make Nick notice me from the uh, stage and pull me uh, backstage and we were going to fall in love. And then it's them in like a Jonas Brothers t-shirt and like over top of a long sleeve t-shirt and then like pants mm. and then like a skirt over yes. top and then Powerful. like some like eight mm-hmm. butterfly clips and like uh, like a rainbow mm. sequin backpack. <laughs> Very so Bratz good. live action. They're so good. Except they're like Very actually powerful. children. <laughs> Amazing. It's That's, so good. That is a vibe and I really hope that, I mean it would never be Nick because Nick is the worst Jonas brother. And, Hot take uh, but a true take. I mean, I'm not wrong. Better than Frankie? What, Bonus Jonas? Yeah. Wasn't Bonus Jonas in trouble for, like, saying bad shit recently? I don't know. He got famous that on TikTok. That face says yes. That face says mm. I think so. Yeah. He was on TikTok for a while, and then I don't I don't know what happened. He was doing some weird mm. things. He's a strange yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a reason why he wasn't incorporated into the band at a later date. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. Especially when they reuned. Reuned? When there was a Christmas Jonas Brothers reunion. That's true. They could have introduced him then. They could have introduced Frankie. But or is Bonus Jonas the Mirabelle of the Jonas family? No, I don't think he's the one that keeps the miracle alive. <laughs> no. <laughs> we all know who keeps the miracle alive. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> We're agreed. This podcast is a Kevin podcast. <laughs> Pro-Kevin podcast. Pro-Kevin podcast, though, because we have not talked about this movie at all yet, and I don't I've tried it. really hard to distract us for the last ten minutes. Okay! It's, it's a, it's a, it's happening. Are you ready? Buckle your Ooh. little gay seatbelts up, because Jenny's about to get married. It's well done. Jenny's wedding, and it's a movie yeah. with opening credits, which is rogue- also, not that rogue. Without- Star Wars was the first one to stop that trend. Yes, but it's made in 2015. And it feels like it was made in 1982. What? <laughs> Hang on. Because I'm going to just. Like, we had graduated high school at this point. This. Okay. This movie is not as old as I thought it was. Um, no. It just seems really old. I'm just I kissed a number something. of girls by the time that this came out. I kissed a number of girls by the time I came this out before came this out. came out. <laughs> nice. Hey. That was good. The first movie that I like distinctly remember being like, God, these opening credits are long. And I want to see if you felt the same way as me. Came out in 2005. Okay. Uh, Tilda Swinton in it. And Liam Neeson in it. And James McAvoy in it. <laughs> is it Narnia? About? Yeah, man. Can you remember the opening credits for that movie? I don't they were long. The, I don't ah. remember the opening and credits. And then on top Narnia. of that, the Prince Caspian ones were fucking even longer. Really? They were opening yeah. credits? Yeah, Weird. man. Long ones. Rogue. Lengthy ones. Hmm. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we've gotten to the opening credits. We're doing pretty good. Yep. Um, (laughs) 12 minutes. (laughs) We open on a church. It's a priest and there's a baptism and Hmm. there's some white people. In fact, every single person in this movie is white. There is one black extra. No. Okay. One black extra. And there's multiple crowd scenes. Like there's a, a bunch of crowd scenes. There's a bunch of church scenes, wedding scenes. There is one black extra. Everybody is white. Everybody is so white. Everybody is so white. This movie is violently white. It's violently. Fuck. Yeah. Um, that just and made like standing... my head tingle in an uncomfortable way. You know what I mean? Violently white. Um, mm. They're standing at the altar, and there's a couple holding baby, and another couple standing there. The priest's going on about jesus and babies my least two favorite topics and (laughs) and he goes do you hate both um, of those things i do i i'm not a fan of jesus or babies um do i think everyone should look like jesus do i think i am baby yes but (laughs) god that was creepy i didn't enjoy that (laughs) go away (laughs) i might cancel the podcast right here He goes to Catherine Heigl and he says, Do you reject Satan and all his empty promises and all his works? She doesn't answer. Neither would I, in fairness. He's like, you gotta say something. And she's like, what if I don't believe in Satan and I don't believe all his works are evil? And her whole family's like, and he's like, just say it. And she's like, okay, I say it. But right there, she's proved an interesting thought thought problem. Yeah. As if you don't believe in someone, can you believe in their ideas? I don't you believe know in I mean? Santa, but I do believe in uh, chimneys. Yeah, but that's not... Santa didn't invent <laughs> chimneys. the exact same thing. That's <laughs> not... Lena! <laughs> Wait. Come here to me, friend. Come sit. Come sit close to me. Come here. Yes. Sit by my lap while I tell yes. you the facts of life please chimneys existed before santa before no. the notion of santa no. yeah no. we've had chimneys long time baby girl yes but santa invented them no, no. but you said you don't believe in santa so how can you believe he invented chimneys oh thought but problem you, me. you dirty thought girl. problem here wow. i am with my philosophy Call me Chidiana um, Gagne, because I watched The Good Place. <laughs> hey. She's got a degree in world religion, everybody. It's Miss Eliza Bellward. She's got a degree in drama and theater studies. And She's another one in acting. <laughs> Useful. Uh, speaking of acting, there's very yeah. little in this movie. Um, huh. Her parents are in bed and they're like oh she feels guilty about something but i don't know what and that's the whole scene um yes i come from an atheist family how old are you when you get baptized Mm, baby 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 so she was a baby 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 when she didn't want to renounce satan yep no this is she's not getting baptized she's holding the baby that's getting baptized oh okay i thought we had like a baby catherine heigl on our hands no yeah i got very confused okay so like she's being a god person yes a god she's being a god person 
God not a Satan person. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, she didn't want to renounce Satan for the baby. Yes. Got it. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's this whole, there's like a, it's like a three minute conversation about whether or not the mom and the sister want to put the bread in a bread basket or a blue basket. It's really long and very confusing. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's a then subplot. Catherine Heigl says the words Cleveland has a rich cultural heritage and it's the best line of the movie. <laughs> is it set in Cleveland or is she just talking about Cleveland? It is it is set in Ohio, yes. It is okay. again violently white. <laughs> See, the thing is there's a rich history of white people being violent, especially yep. in relation to church shit. So yep. already this movie is starting to play out like a horror in my mind. <laughs> It's a. It feels kind of like either Again, the beginning. It's shot. A lot of true like crime at the minute. The beginning of a horror movie or the beginning of a porn. Like it's one of those things where oh, like the camera wow. angles and the conversation and the dialogue is so uncomfortable that it's okay. either they're all about to be murdered or they're all about to have sex with each other. Mm. Interesting. Um, mm. and they do this thing where they last on like the reactions of people for like an extra fifteen seconds. So, like, they'd huh. be, like, having a conversation, and then she, like, leaves the room, and then they, like, like wait on her sister eating bread for, like, an extra ten seconds before they move huh. to the next scene. It's very strange. Weird. Um, Strong bread subplot, though. I come from a bread family. We believe in mm. bread, not God. Got it. Beautiful. And so... That's, that's a beautiful religion that I'd like to join. <laughs> the bread heads. That's <laughs> beautiful. We believe We're in the bread, bread wards. God. Welcome. Here are Catherine and Catherine. We believe in bread, not God. Yeah, ma'am. Bread's so um, much more versatile than God. Come at me. It's true. Could God be full of eggs at Easter? Could God be a great, like, dipped in egg and then fried and covered oh. in jam, but put in a little warm box and come out and be spread with butter and marmite? Could mm. God do that? Could God have olives? Could God... I don't think he could. Could God come yeasty with lots of air pockets in you and be called focaccia? Oh, with a little little salt and a little little rosemary on top. Mm, God could never. Caramelized God onions. God grilled could cheese. Never. Fuck me up. God me could, up. could not cheese toasty for his life. Thank grilled cheeses. Much. A great episode of Glee, <laughs> but not as good as the bread he came on. Oh, that sounded weird. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, quick, quick, on. quick, quick subject Segway, change. Um, she's got a sister, and they are mad because the mom likes Catherine Heigl a lot and um, wants to give her the fine china, and she can tell that Catherine Heigl's hiding something, but she says she'll never listen to her because she has everything Catherine Heigl wants, a two kids and a husband. She'll never listen to me because I have two kids and a husband. But... Catherine Heigl was inspired by this baptism and she has a conversation with her dad where she's like, oh, I just want to get married so bad. I love getting married. Oh, I just want to get married, dad. What is it with this woman and loving weddings? I don't know, man. This is such a fucked up movie. She's Mm. also got a terrible buttoned up cardigan. She's got this Mm. like ugly purple floral dress and then she's got one of those like like tight cardigans that you do like either one button or no buttons, but she's done two at the top. It's a choice. Ooh. Um, mm, I know the look. It feels a little bit like 2010, not 2015. It's very like, this is what they think lesbians dress like. Got it. 
They think lesbians love a buttoned-up cardigan. <laughs> oh, me. You can't speak uh, for all lesbians. Some lesbian must like it. However. They are few and far between. We cut to Katherine Heigl, classic Katherine Heigl shot in a rom-com where she's walking around her giant empty apartment drinking wine alone. Classic. Classic Katherine Heigl. Who walks in but... James McAvoy. Rory Gilmore. <laughs> Alexis Bledel? Yeah! Sweet little Alexis Bledel. Sweet little Alexis oh, Bledel. I love and it when she gets work outside of Gilmore Girls. It's beautiful. I get so and excited when she gets work outside of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and I know she's like been very successful in Handmaid's Tale. She like got nominated for awards and shit like that. Mm-hmm. She was in The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. The greatest film franchise of all time, yes. However, I still might. Oh my god, she got work outside of Gilmore Girls. Go Alexis. <laughs> I don't know if I would count this, honestly. I'll take it. Every time I see her little face, I'm like, get it. She's got a very sweet little face and a sweet little bob. And Catherine Heigl, she walks in and Catherine Heigl says, I need to talk to you about something. And she goes, yeah. And she goes, I think I want to get married and have a family. And she goes, oh, I never thought I'd hear you say that. Did you tell that to your dad? And Catherine Heigl goes, Yes. And she goes, did you tell him you're going to marry me? (gasps) Whoa! An unlikely pairing. Wait, I thought, because you said Meryl Streep's daughter is in this. I thought Meryl Streep's daughter and Catherine Heigl were going to get married. Nope. Meryl Streep's daughter is a sister. There's an age gap between Alexis Bledel and Catherine Heigl. It looks very much like um, someone's PTA mom and someone's PTA grade 12 Rory Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, see, this is the thing. I am incredibly biased because every time I picture Alexis Bledel, she is about 17 and in Gilmore She's Girls. She's a child and in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, this still feels weird to me. Yeah. Catherine Heigl it's and Alexis strange. Bledel. It's a that little feels strange. like casting choices. Catherine Heigl also has such a puffy face. This sounds weird, but she's got such a puffy face. I've never considered her having a puffy face. Maybe it's just this movie. Let me look it up. What's this called again? Her face kind of looks like a bow bun. Um, that's not a bad thing. This isn't a dig. <laughs> what is it to say? This isn't a dig. It like it's lovely, and she's got like really like supple skin, and like looks like full lips. She does have like very big nice eyes. Oh but God. she, her face looks like a bow bun. Alexis Patel is in this movie. Yes, I didn't lie to you. <laughs> Alexis Bledel looks like a child bride. I'm sorry. She looks yeah. like a child bride in these photos. A mm. child bride in a bow bun. <laughs> well, there's the name of our podcast episode. <laughs> That's my review for Easy, this Easy, one and done. Child bride in a bow bun. <laughs> <laughs> she truly um, does. So uh, we get weird scenes of her parents hanging out with their friends talking about her um and there's this whole thing where like yeah where like they're trying to figure out like what she's hiding and they think that she's dating a married man um but they're they're, like really long scenes like they're like like 10 minute scenes of them just talking to their friends about like oh like how's it going oh it's going good how are your kids oh my kids are good how's what's his face oh he's doing well he got a promotion how are you like it's just a classic it's a snippet into like midwestern america supermarkets and it's terrible (laughs) it's so boring it is truly 
so boring. I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me. It's really bad. Um, and her dad's a firefighter, but maybe also the oldest firefighter in the world. Um, nice. And then her and Rory Gilmore are in the car, and they're going to tell her and her, her child bride. Her and her child bride. Valba and the child bride are in the car, and the child bride is like, "Okay, have fun telling your family." And she's like, mm-hmm. "I need you there with me." And Rory's like, "No, get out of the car." <laughs> Wait. Okay. So she's trying to get to come out to her parents. And so she wants Rory Gilmore to come with her. She wants her partner to come with her. But Rory Gilmore says no. is saying, get out of my car. I'm not going to come car. out to your parents. Yeah. I mean, she also says. the she, best relationship in the world. I'm not she, She's lie. like, I just don't understand why you have told, why you've told everyone that you're gay, but your family. Said no gay person <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's every gay person. <laughs> tells everybody before their family is that not mm. is that a thing i feel like that's a thing i mean i guess it depends on like you and your family and stuff like that but like yeah regardless that's not the sort of thing you should cast judgment on especially if yeah. it's, like your partner i don't understand Rory. why you've told all of our gay friends that you're gay but you haven't yeah. told your conservative family yeah that, i don't i just don't understand family Anyway, mm. Alexis Bledel kicks her to the car. Also, not very good. That's a bit of a red flag for this relationship also. Yep. Um, also, I'm going to be their marriage counselor by the end of this We're about movie. 30 minutes in. They've had multiple scenes together. 30 they have minutes not in and they have not touched. come out yet? They have oh, not they touched. <laughs> they had scenes like in their apartment talking about coming out and the scenes in the car not touched once. Um... Catherine Heigl's wearing a red turtleneck and a brown three-quarter length khaki skirt. What in lesbian yeah, Jesus is she wearing? She anyway, she tells her mom that something a costume designer would put Catherine Heigl in. It's bad. Um, she tells her mom. Her mom takes it poorly and is also acting poorly. Um, our girl Kate's actually doing pretty good. Eh, some lady, some mom. Right. It's right. not Mary Steenburgen. Don't worry. Um, no, okay. She would have done a worse. much better job. Um, she tells her dad, and he also takes it poorly. But mainly, they're upset with the fact that she's like she didn't tell them they were gay instead of the fact that she's gay. So did they just think that Weird like take. Alexis Bledel was her roommate, a classic? Yeah. And did they? Um, is this a one bed apartment? Yeah. Yeah, they're dumb. They're 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 roommates. They're real dumb. Oh my god. They were roommates. Oh my um, god, they were roommates. And then I have a series of notes about how this movie is aggressively Ohio, how this is more of an Ohio rights film than a gay rights film. Ohio, Ohio. What TV series is set in Ohio? Cleveland. Wait, no. Cleveland. Cleveland? <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah. Well done. Cleveland. This is Doesn't Sue Sylvester sing a song about Ohio? The state. Uh, she sings O-H-I-O. the song, Jesus is a friend of mine. I have oh, a friend gosh. in Jesus. Jesus oh, is a friend no. of mine. Yeah, that was a weird moment. Yeah. The show that brought you Kurt Hummel. The state, sorry, that brought you Kurt Hummel. Brings you. <laughs> this. Catherine Heigl. I mean, at least Kurt Hummel's lesbian the around. shift. Yeah, right? And like Chris Colfer is actually gay. Yep. (laughs) No one in this movie is actually gay. Also, the writer, not gay. 
no not a single gay person worked on this movie not a gay <laughs> not a gay this is the straightest gay movie of all this is the most ohio this is gay the movie equivalent of, of you know pop star never stop never stopping yes the song that he sings there if i was gay not i would gay. want equal rights oh I'm not gay just, but if i was i would want equal just you fucking wait remember you said that later on okay. um her mom says don't tell your sister because i i don't want this to ruin the family and so she doesn't tell her sister um but, but her sister also looks the gayest out of everyone her sister is like wearing wearing like big hoodies and things like that the, 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 the gayest of the ohio family um Fair. now rory's drinking wine by herself in an apartment oh man we get the first hug about 35 <gasps> minutes in hell yeah touching <laughs> we have another incredibly boring montage of the parents talking to their friends i love so parents need to boring. work things out the dad's like hey i mean all you can do is what you do and the mom's like what's that mean and he's like it means what it means and they have that conversation for like 10 minutes this movie is so boring wow it's so boring and then katherine heigl's in a puffy vest and so we're getting a oh, little gayer. oh oh wait how gay wait very ohio gay yes what do you mean by a puffy vest puffy vest Marty McFly, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> but black like and like athletic gilet. and like zipped up. Mm-hmm. Yep, puffy vest. I'm um, just picturing her dress Marty McFly now. And then we have this phone call between her and her mom, and it's supposed to like represent like like her mom is really uncomfortable. Are you sniffing a toe? No, this is a like a wireless earbud. AirPod. Thing. Oh yeah, okay, I wasn't sniffing it. it. I was just touching it to me because this. It thing looked is really like silly smooth. putty, and then it looked like a foot. I was very confused. No, I was using it kind of like you know those like face massage and like jade egg oh, things. Oh yeah, yeah, it's totally. really smooth. So. A yoni egg? <laughs> no, not a yoni egg. I do not stick my earphones. But you can use your AirPods as yoni egg. You heard it here first. Hi, I'm your health and safety advisor. Don't do that. <laughs> Hi, I'm your fun Don't. advisor. <laughs> stick your AirPods up your vagina. <laughs> For the sake of not getting sued, I want to reiterate: mm-hmm. don't do this thing. If you want to be your lame. earbuds out of your vagine, if you don't want to have fun, I mean, I don't know if you would consider hours in A and E to get earbuds out of your vagina fun. Hey, no yucky yums, Eliza. Good point. Speaking of yucky yums, I found oh. out who the dad is. It's Gerald in the full Monty. That's who the dad is. Oh shit! The guy in the trench coat, you know that guy. Yeah, I don't yeah, know who the dad Monty. is. The Full Monty's a good film. It's true. It's really good, and and the dad's being good because his firefighter friends are calling people dykes, and he says, uh, "Don't call them that." And then homophobia yeah. is over. He fixed it for all of Ohio. He fixed it. Um, and then I figured out that this movie was written by a straight person, and that every single person in this movie is straight. Um. Yes. And then I just have a really long paragraph about how this movie is so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. This movie is really boring. They're walking around department stores and markets and the streets of Ohio talking about gay people, but without ever... They say the word gay once in this movie. And it's when Katherine Heigl comes out and she says, I'm gay. And then not once do they ever say the word gay ever again. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
They talk. It's a whole movie about being gay, and they talk around it the entire time. They're like, oh, you know, I can't believe she's doing that thing that she's doing. Or, like, when two women are getting married. Doing that thing oh, that well, she's you doing? Know. Yeah. Alexis Bledel. <laughs> yeah, that's that thing that she's doing. <laughs> so it's also objectifying Alexis Bledel quite a lot. It, no, it's doing that thing that she's doing, like being gay. But being also, now I'm going to refer to Jake as that thing that you're doing. <laughs> Poor man. Also our intern. <laughs> but intern. that thing that you're doing. Hmm. Um, and then we get the first kiss of the movie in a Nordstrom's, which is so Ohio. Uh, okay. And her sister sees. Her sister's also in the store, and she sees them kiss. And she's outraged that they were kissing Ugh. each other in public. And in she a goes Nordstrom's, no less. And she's this is like, a place Mom. of worship. She was kissing in Nordstrom's, and the mom's like, I knew it. And she's like, you've made a fool but out of Judy me. But didn't Judy tell them she was gay? She only she didn't tell the sister. Oh, but she told the mom. Yeah. So why is the mom shocked to hear them kissing in The Nordstrom? mom's not shocked. The mom's like... Oh, the sister is shocked. I know. And the sister's like, you've made a fool out of me. Um, and then I wrote, everything is so beige. The clothes, the background, the skin, the hair, the decor, the landscape, everything is beige. Um, and then in a outdoor mall, which they love okay. in Ohio. I've been to Ohio a couple times, and they love an outdoor mall. I've never been to Ohio. We have this beautiful monologue by her mom. Are you ready okay. to be moved, to weep, to cry, to to fight for gay rights? Yes. I'm not this good at making things up. When I cook, I use a cookbook. I, and the way you dance, I don't, I don't like dancing like that. I, I like steps. I like, I like dances with steps. Like that one, you know that one? The conga line? Yeah. It doesn't have steps. Well, but I always do the same ones. I love the conga line. I know the steps to that one, but I don't know the steps to this one. And you think I do? <laughs> That's the emotional breakup between her and her mom. I actually don't have like um, um, Okay. So uh like I'm baffled cuz yep. what can I, you know, there's no yep. way to go from here. Yep. That's in a movie. That's in a real movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's um, that's it. That's the. Well, so that's you can't the crux. know the steps to a conga line. I'm pretty sure Catherine Heigl made that she, point. She always so, does the same ones, Eliza. So her daughter yeah, can't be gay. Yeah, but you can gay. only do it's walking. <laughs> I know. Whilst holding on to someone in front of you, it's walking. Yep. She does is, the same thing when she goes to the checkout at her outdoor mall. She does. They love an outdoor mall. And she loves a conga line. But like, we usually uh, do movies that are strong and wrong. Yes. This movie is just so lukewarm. Yeah, I saw a thing earlier where somebody <laughs> was like, my argument is there are no bad movies because even if it's not like technically great if i had a good time watching it it's a good movie this is i had a bad time watching it it's not technically great it's not fun it's beige and ohio yeah. and 
straight <laughs> yeah see most of the time like what we do here is we watch a movie that like is air quotes bad because people yeah. are like the cinematography is not great or the costumes are not great or the script is a little dodgy or the plot is yeah. thunderbirds <laughs> but the plot is thunderbirds <laughs> i have a great time watching some of these movies i've completely shut However, this down this is a bad movie <laughs> yeah this doesn't sound like a because that dialogue i mean like i haven't seen it but i've heard it so yeah. it doesn't even sound bad enough to be funny like performed yeah. bad enough to be funny no it's just it's sitting just, it's just lame <laughs> in this limbo area of yeah am this i supposed to area. laugh at this this conga yeah. area and we're not conga lining out of it into nope. <laughs> okay make fun of it it's comedy into slasher flick or into sad emotional family turmoil movie yeah it's right in between and it's just it's just so bad yeah but the only saving grace the only thing that pushes this movie from beige to a a little bit of like a it has like a little blip of so bad it's funny is katherine heigl walks away from her mother after this terrible fight yeah can you guess the song that plays walk away from high school musical three i fucking wish i can't change even if i try we get even some macklemore up in to. here fuck me uh macklemore wow. who directed this Marianne Donahue or something I don't know she's so straight it hurts <laughs> oh I just wrote Jenny's weddings my love my love my love she keeps me warm <laughs> it's so bad okay she's not got an extensive career nope she's written three no. things and two of them have been about gay people and she is so straight <laughs> Jenny's wedding was her most recent one yep <laughs> wow okay we have to push Powerful. through this do we we're do we? in we're in we've we fallen into it. the beige <laughs> hole leave it. we've fallen into a beige hole eliza and we need to climb out she's wearing okay. the sixth turtleneck of the movie she confronts her sister and she's mad at her sister for being mad at her and then she asks her sister to be her maid of honor yes eliza this movie was crowdfunded by straight people in Ohio. Production wrapped in November 2013, but crowd but a crowdfunding campaign was launched in February 2014 to help raise post-production finishing money. Oh god. Not even the studio wanted this movie to come out. Catherine Raggle sure as hell didn't. This, this movie should have died. died. You know what else is dead, Eliza? My hope. The grass. Oh, man. The grass is dead. She has this like big thing where she confronts her sister and she's like, I need you to get over it because you uh, have always had an issue with me. And she's like, it's because you're the favorite child. And she's like, well, you need to get over it. Also, will you be my maid of honor? And then the huh. sister's like, the grass is dead. And then I was like, is this an absurdist film? This is getting good. And then she's like, it's it, Catherine Heigl's like, it's the winter. Of course, the grass is dead. And then this is Meryl Streep's daughter is like, but it's dead in the spring, too. End of scene. But she didn't answer the question. Helena, don't worry the helena she Eliza. didn't answer the question don't worry the neighbor is dead we're at a funeral huh? a perfect time to come what? out to your family huh a perfect time 
to come out to your family, Eliza. Why? Did, were we invested in the neighbor? No, we've never met this neighbor before, but she's dead and they're at a funeral. And Catherine Is Heigl's- Is that why the grass died? Because the neighbor was dead? Has the neighbor been no, dead this whole the time? the grass died because um, straight marriages aren't always as happy. And that's the moral of the story. But we'll get okay. to the grass dying. First, we have to get to the only redeeming scene in this movie. Um, because- she has she confronts her dad because her dad's like why are you bringing why you're making this funeral all about you by coming out at this funeral not incorrect but she's like if if me being who i am is making it all about me then um then what about you dad and he's like yeah what about me i just don't understand how it works because you're both feminine girls so either one of you has to be masculine or you're both feminine, and that only happens in porn. And I don't understand how you have sex. But because I don't know how you have sex, it's always in the back of my mind. And I don't like thinking about that. And then she says, it's the same. That is the same as me not wanting to think about you and mom having sex. And he's like, I just don't understand how it works. And then in the middle of the funeral, she goes, Hey, Kitty, who is Rory's Gilmore's name. My dad wants to know which one of us straps it on. But she says it so blandly. <laughs> it's wild. And then he says, I don't know who you are anymore. And I don't care. And everyone storms out except for Alexis Bledel, who has some small talk with the funeral guests and then eventually follows her weeping partner, who just disowned her parents out of the door. I'm stressed. That was stressful. I didn't think that you were like, I thought you were paraphrasing. And then I realized you were reading. And I was like, yeah. fuck, this is lifted directly from the script. That is yep. uncomfortable. But we're back in our comfort zone because Katherine Heigl is wearing a wedding dress. Oh, thank Everything God. is good again. <sighs> Everything is fine. You can relax your shoulders. Oh you can take that Zen breath that we talked about doing. Oh, Breathe in, Katherine Heigl in a wedding dress. Breathe out, Catherine Heigl in a wedding dress. Hey, remember when Catherine Heigl marries John Bon Jovi? Incredible. I do remember when Catherine Heigl marries John Bon Jovi <laughs> in the greatest film of all time. Rory is also in a wedding dress, and it's giant and ugly. And her sister is there because her sister is her maid of honor, and she's talking about grass again. Um, again? Yeah. She's got a little obsession then- going here. And we're back at Catherine Heigl's house. Oh, and the that was it? Part... That was the wedding? The no, wedding that was happened? her trying on wedding dresses. Oh, okay. Changing room. The gayest it, part it, of it. this movie is about to happen. And it is a tiny little scene where we see Catherine Heigl in her apartment. And there's a tiny little white dog in a sweater. And that's... Nice. That is the gayest part of the movie. That's your life. <laughs> yeah. You have a tiny little, little white dog, dog that wears sweaters. He's got a tiny little brown nose, and he's a very good actor. Amazing. The star of the show. And then the sister waters the grass while smiling like a crazy person. Um, I'm frightened. The greatest She's subplot of all. She's going to be the slasher. Here yeah. we go. Our horror movie's coming true. We are an hour and seven minutes in, and we see mm-hmm. the one black extra for the first time. Yay. And we're at a supermarket again with her mom and her friends. And then her mom and her friends are talking about Katherine Heigl. And her friends are like, I just don't understand. And then her mom's like, well, your family's not perfect either. Your son doesn't have a job. And that's like my daughter being gay. 
<laughs> being unemployed and gay is the same thing. Sometimes you can be both. Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Helena Chichera. I don't. I don't like the idea at all that having a gay child makes your family imperfect. Don't worry, because she cries in a supermarket. The mom, which is, I take it back. That's the gayest thing about this movie. <laughs> Crying in a supermarket really oh, speaks to the queer experience. Many a supermarket. Oh boy. Jeepers. The That's women kissing straight as hell. Crying in a supermarket. Multiple oh my god, times. I feel so seen. Holy Oof. shit. That one hits different. That one. And can't even and joke. As she's have crying done multiple times. In the supermarket. They play the Macklemore song again. Again? I can't change Even if I try <laughs> There is no other song So she can't change crying in a supermarket Is that the message? Her, her mom goes to her Catherine Heigl's house and, and gives an apology speech about dresses And how she's like I always wanted to put you in a dress But maybe you're going to wear a tux But that's okay And then they play the Macklemore song Again? Again? Again! No, no. For the third no, time. No. I'm really sorry if you crowdsourced this movie and you realized what your money went towards. That's really sad for you. I'm really that. I'm sorry. They, they, they essentially stole from you. At this point, it's robbery. Yeah, it's you may be entitled to legal compensation. Yeah, if you donated to Jenny's wedding's post-production. We're nearing the end of the movie. Um, the sister gives a four-minute monologue about grass Oof. to her husband and then asks for a divorce. Oh, okay. Um, and then I, we have a, another ten-minute montage of them getting ready for the wedding, looking sad. This movie is so slow. Why are they the sad? Dad, They're getting married. Yeah, but their parents, the parents, the dad's not going to, to the wedding. The mom is, but the dad's not. She wants the dad to give her away, but she's asked her brother instead. Um, okay. The dad is coming to the wedding, he decides. and He's mad, and he's sad. And he's like, I'm so mad at what you did, and I'm so sad about who you are, but you're my daughter. And so everything's fine. And so he walks her down the aisle. Um, okay. They do vows, but they look like they're mm. about to take shots when they do that. They're like, Whew. all right, mm. let's do some. Let's do some vows. Crack it out. And Eliza... This wouldn't be a Katherine Heigl movie if we didn't have a beautiful speech at the end. Cue the mystical strings, the soft strings, future Lena editing. That's Jurassic Park. <laughs> would be better, though. It would. All right. Editing Lena. Start the music now. Eliza, I have a speech yeah. for you. Okay, Imagine we're getting married. Imagine you're Rory Gilmore. You're a child bride, Easy. and I am I'm a, a bow bun Catherine Heigl. Hold my hands. I'm ready to marry you. Living in a moment I would die for. That's how I would describe every moment of these last five years. And that's why I'm standing in front of our family and our friends. But most importantly, I'm standing in front of you and in the presence of God to be your faithfully committed lifetime companion and then there is no kiss could they not just say wife <laughs> faith 
committed lifetime companion. Eliza, will you be my faithfully committed lifetime companion? Yeah, because it's not the same thing as being your wife. <laughs> they have a first dance where they don't look at each other. Sure. Mom and dad hug more than the bride. They get back together. Who gets Everyone back together? Mom and dad? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was... um. The sister and her husband that were getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah, they are getting a divorce. The mom and dad were never apart. They were just like, mom was on team. Oh, they or, were I'm fighting. okay with my daughter being gay. And dad was Got on it, team. got it, I'm got it, got okay it, got it. it. That and was then, some turbulence. I take it back. We have our second black extra, and it is the MC at the wedding. And he says, okay, everyone, it's time for the conga line. And the mom goes, oh, I love the conga. And then the movie is over. Fuck. Yeah. Huh. Well, and that's Jenny's wedding. And, um, that's Jenny's wedding. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I found a couple of reviews for it. I also loved the reviews for this. One just says, exciting so to good. see Rory Gilmore, lol. I'll never see Alexis Platel as any other character, really. Did you write this? No, this one I liked. <clears throat> Half a star, a garbage can full of estrogen with a Spotify subscription. Remember when you were a teen and had a mixtape you made and you would listen to it in your room, each song conjuring up made-up movie scenes in your head? That was what this was. They made a soundtrack first, then said, hey, I bet my 13-year-old daughter can write a movie around this. Then they went to the job posting board at the SAG union, looked around at every has-been actor that's not doing anything worthwhile currently, and exclaimed, hey, be in my movie! The queen in the B-movie parade is, of course, Catherine Heigl, which they spelt wrong. They spelled it with a C. <laughs> this was a horrible movie with horrible acting and horrible music that lost its focus. Wow. Wow. But then someone else has just written, not terrible. <laughs> I feel like on um, IMDb, all of the reviews, they are a mixed bag. They're either film people being like, this movie is terrible gay people mm. being like this movie is terrible mm -hmm. straight moms being like this is the most beautiful piece of work that's ever happened i think you all need to learn a bit of tolerance yeah yeah <laughs> what i will say is there's also a few uh, reviews here that are hmm maybe a little bit suspect this person's given it four and a half stars and it starts with while i do not agree with the gay lifestyle from a moral perspective i found this movie to be excellent and ends with the movie has an uplifting ending because god's non-sexual love wins out god's non-sexual love wins out oh my god yeah. i'm getting that tattooed on my forehead that is i mean they don't even have their name next to it but it is clearly an old white couple in the picture holy fuck that's so good. Also, how would you describe the gay lifestyle? <laughs> how do you think they would describe the gay lifestyle? I don't know, but they don't agree with it morally. Also, Jesus. does the rule that there's a porn for everything apply to Jenny's wedding? Is there Jenny's wedding porn out there? Oh, almost certainly. Would almost you certainly. have rather watched that than heard me talk about this movie? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a, I've <laughs> got a quiz for you. I'm excited. It's called We Can Tell If You're Gay Based on How Many of These Things You've Done in 2020. Okay. Ready? Made sourdough bread. Yes, check. Thought about shaving your head. Yes, check. Actually shaved your head. Have not. This one doesn't count because you can't do this, but grown a quarantine beard. Is there an equivalent for people who don't have beards? Yes, quarantine bangs. Oh, I'll take it. 
watched cheer yes posted a hashtag tbt in your instagram of you outside or somewhere with friends and added the caption the old days no never started buying cheaper booze because you're going through it quick yes become aware of what the meth gala is yes bought a new wig no had a happy hour zoom pretty much yep. yeah we yeah explained what only fans is to a straight person yes 100 percent. many times <laughs> i don't know what this means i'm assuming you do because you're more hip and with it than i am what's it say use the a sensible 74 meme yes. pic in a tweet or text what is that yes 100 percent. a sensible 74 um it's drag race all-stars season five snatch game of love juju b being eartha kit okay that's specific <laughs> yeah and lastly said carly ray really did release dedicated side b to help us get through this pandemic yes you're gay i'm gay um i have a meth gala meme for you and i would like to read it to you to describe i don't to know you what the what meth gala is the meth gala is new york's cool. hottest club is oh, the meth this. gala Located in a Thruples Junior one-bedroom basic rental, this club has everything. <laughs> a DJ in a nasty pig hat and Barry's t-shirt, a West Elm sofa, a TJ Maxx mirror, lighting from a party city, GTXE MDMA, XASHA12, Musk, a murder hornet, Alison Moyer, <laughs> Fiber Pills, influencers deleted Instagram accounts, a $7 a month only fans, an Uber pool. <laughs> And who's that performing in the bathroom? I'm not gonna say that. You gotta say it. You started it. You gotta say it. You gotta say it. You gotta say it. I can't. It's combining Dua Lipa with the Jewish faith, and you can put it together. It's that thing like... when a rabbi is in drag and can only lip sync electricity. <laughs> that uh, that's 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 the meth gala, babe. <laughs> Did you learn how to be gay in this podcast? I mean, I think I probably already was a little bit. Everyone is a little bit, right? It's true. But the real way to be gay, cry in a supermarket. Done it many times. Been there. That's the number one way to be gay. I don't know the amount of done stores and Tesco's that I've cried in in my time. It's a lot. The water is not turning the frogs gay. Rock and roll is not making your kids gay. The internet is not turning your daughter into a lesbian. Crying mm-hmm. in a supermarket is the Crying gateway drug to homosexuality. <laughs> to Ooh. the queer experience. Ooh, the number of times I've called my mother soggy in a supermarket. <laughs> soggy in a supermarket. Crying in a supermarket. autobiography. Section. Available now. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Get it on audio. <laughs> Audible.com. Uh. Look up Soggy in the Supermarket. You'll Soggy find me. in the Supermarket. <laughs> this has been a, a lovely uh, beige podcast. Did you have a lovely beige I time? am genuinely just feeling a little overwhelmed by this in a very <laughs> understimulated way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get that. When I'm slightly shell-shocked, mm-hmm. not like... Because it hasn't even made me that angry. Like, it could have made me way angrier. Like, the comment from the woman made me angrier than hearing about that movie. Because yeah, that's fair. <laughs> hers had more hate in it, whereas this felt like it was trying to do nothing, achieve nothing, 
but still be like a woke movie yeah it it feels like this might be okay this might be like a a a neurodiverse feeling you know when you're sitting down Mm -hmm. and your brain is like move Mm. and your body is like no and then you get those back those those back bees yes Yes, I know this, this feeling. This movie gave me those back bees. Yes. <laughs> Where I was I like, nothing's agree. happening, and I want something to happen, but I can't yeah. make it happen. Yeah. So it's just so aggressively underwhelming that I've got back bees. Yes. This is how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah. I've got back bees, but kind of like in my forehead. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got some shoulder bees right now. <laughs> yeah. That I'm like, this is what I was trying to say. Like, nothing happened, so it didn't feel like it was doing anything it didn't feel like anyone cared at any point throughout the production of this movie and they didn't except for the people that fucking crowdfunded it i feel really bad for them i genuinely this is my i had nothing to do with this movie obviously but this is my public apology to the people who crowdfunded this movie yeah you got swindled doing the most you thought you were trying to do something homophobia we love you really thought but like maybe they did and maybe they thought this was gonna save like help some people save like some families do something and it did nothing and so it did nothing but give us back bees Uh, i'm gonna go like have a bath or something i don't know maybe like blow something up I don't want to chill out or be destructive now. I get that. Well, thank you for listening to this very beige podcast. Um, go blow something up or go cry in a supermarket. You gay? <laughs> the world's your oyster. You filthy little, 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 little gay. All right. I need to go, like, fuck some shit up from a basket. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Bye. If you listen to this podcast, you're gay now. Bye, Catherine. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. Now you don't have to come out at a funeral. <laughs> or tell your dad how you like to have sex. Good for you. Go, this week, go come out at a funeral. <laughs> oh, okay. Cry in a supermarket. Come out at a funeral. Yeah. Blow some shit up. Wash off your bees. Do whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Catherine. It's Catherine and Catherine, yeah. Hey, so, uh, what's the deal? What the heck's going on here, man? Listen, I'm just a basketball coach.